Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Discoculia and the Flu, Discoculia a Parents Guide, an instructional action plan for Discoculia, the trouble with dates, and teach them what counts. This is our podcast for week 16 in 2020. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. And she is with us to help us look at these links and see if she can explain this and make this digestible for us. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming in. Um, yeah, the uh, it says DiscoCulia and the flu. Are we talking about the flu that causes that virus here or is this a different flu that we're talking about here? <laughs> yeah 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 um it's related it's a posting on twitter from someone who shows an exercise in math actually from years ago where students had to find out how fast the flu would spread so very interesting exercise and and based on a real life uh, example you'd have this on the front page of every newspaper <laughs> exactly so uh, what they were asked to do was given a certain number of people and the infection rate okay. and the number of people that have contact with each other and then see uh, how fast this is uh, spreading so it's actually a great example um, to show them how fast can it go and and it's it's very actual right now but also how you can actually use math for a real life uh, situation so uh suppose you uh you have a thousand people uh that arrive in a city and i think in this case they cause uh, they uh chose ottawa and um with the 24 hour uh, and an infection rate of 2% and everybody gets in touch with say 55 people. Okay. Now, how um, how can you calculate uh, how many people contract the, the virus in that way? So, um, and then they are asked to do that again. And instead of coming in contact with say 55 people, now you change that to 45 or 35 or even less and uh, that will definitely show them the difference in in spreading of such a virus very good very um, good appropriate uh, exercise uh, right. for these days our next link says discoculia parents guide it's a video let's see if we can listen in for a bit and see what that tells us let me see Hello, my name is Ronit Bird. I'm a specialist teacher and an author, and this is a video about dyscalculia. The reason I made this video is that it can be really quite difficult for those of us who are reasonably good with number to grasp exactly what it is that causes some people to struggle with basic arithmetic. I hope this video gives you some insight in what it might be like to have dyscalculia. I'll also be going over some of the indicators for dyscalculia and then I'll be discussing and showing you some of the ideas that you can use, like I use with my dyscalculic pupils, to help children who struggle with maths develop a stronger and more secure sense for numbers. 
So let. Well, that uh, that sounds very good, uh, and we know, of course, uh, Ronald uh, Burke very well. Exactly, uh, very, and it's uh, a very author. clear, very clear video. Uh, she goes over the main um, uh, main uh, signs. Uh, she actually had uh, not one but a whole series of books about uh, dyscalculia. A, a great resource for parents uh, who get confronted with that right. and don't know yet what to do or how to deal with it. And um, another good source, uh, source of information could even be our own uh, free webinars. Uh, look at webinars.discalculiaservices.com. Right. But the main message here is if your child has dyscalculia, Please educate yourself. Be sure that you know the basics about it. You don't have to become a dyscalculia tutor, although that would be great because we uh, we are behind in, in uh, having um, enough dyscalculia tutors, but so that you understand the struggle of the children who have this. Because like uh, Miss Bird says, for people who are reasonably uh, okay with numbers, it is sometimes so hard to understand what a huge struggle this is for those kids. Right. I guess, yeah. Well, and following on that, our, our next uh, link is a little bit in that line. This is an instructional action plan for Discoculia. So once you figure that out, here's your action plan. No, and they actually call it um, the invisible math obstacle, which is kind of a <laughs> good a nice, way of describing nice it. Absolutely. It's an article by Kate uh, Salzfus. I hope I uh, pronounced that correctly. Uh, and uh, they refer to uh, also the Numerical Cognition Lab in Canada, where Daniel Ansari works, as we all know, uh, and the Understood um, website. So this particular um, information has been put together by the ASCD, and it shows various... Uh, characteristics of those um, children with dyscalculia and uh, they also point at um, ideas for remediation it's a it's a good starting point for sure but you know it uh, remains at a fairly um, abstract level and you would have to put in a lot more details to start using it with students. But the explanations so are, are great. Than, uh, yes, yes, than, uh, yes. Outline well, of a program. But okay, yeah, uh, you need to start with something that's concise. Yeah, this is right. a great pointer in the right direction good. Uh, for interventions. Um, and I really love their final remark, uh, if I may quote: "When working on a novel STEM activity." The students with a learning disability don't fear failure because they are used to that the whole time. <laughs> and they tend to have more out-of-the-box ideas and solutions <laughs> and are willing to try it out. So uh, we realize that we just have to persist and keep going Till it's a success, and I think that is a fantastic a good quote. quote. Absolutely. Now, our uh, our next link here is somebody who uh, is a trouble with dates. Uh, somebody who is uh, not only confused between the way the United Kingdom and the United States have a different way of writing the abbreviated dates. And so, the question that we pose here on what days in the year does it not matter how you write it? 
And yeah, maybe yeah. you plan all your events on those days and you'll never have an issue. Well, pl plan it on Cinco de Mayo because <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong on that one. Right, well, or the 6th of, of June will work, 7th, 7th of, of July, 7th of July yeah, and so those. on. Uh, and I can see, I can see the frustration. There. Absolutely, and sometimes I made a mistake uh, myself because sometimes when you're reading um, literature um, and and uh, letters from people, then I get the birthday wrong if I type it into an American uh, system. Anyway, um, she asks to avoid this confusion between uh, the European and American way. So here we would say 12-1-2020, which means December 1st, instead the other way of reading it would be January 12th. So you can basically avoid that, it's a very good suggestion, by writing out the name of the month in full, yeah. or maybe the first three or four letters. Now, nice thought, but with most computer system, that will take a little bit more time uh, before they all change their system. Um, but yet another great example of how little things that you don't really think about uh, can trip up somebody with a, uh, a learning disability. And another example is compare the elevators. What is the ground floor actually? Um, that might be zero. And if you go up one, you're at the first floor. If you go down, you're at minus one. But uh, there are other systems, like here in the US, where if you go up one floor, you are surprisingly on the second floor. Right, right. So they call the ground floor one. Right. I don't know what they do with minus one, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, see, yes. I do see that this can confuse yeah, people, absolutely. and particularly those with dyscalculia. Okay, well, it brings us to our, our last uh, link for the week. And this is a nice graphics, nicely done. It says, don't just teach kids how to count, teach them what counts. Yes, and I really like that. And, and they mention uh, traits like responsibility, honesty, kindness, perseverance, courage, creativity, etc. And I'm sure this is something teachers um, need to put up in uh, their classroom and talk about it with uh, parents. However, even tutors can contribute by uh, making sure that you emphasize that it's important to be responsible about your homework, be curious about the math problem, put some effort into it and persevere till you really get the answer like in the previous post. And if you look at the picture, you can probably come up with lots of other examples where um, parents and tutors can contribute their little piece in this, uh, in this effort. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for coming in today. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Disco Kulia Services. Now, visit her website, discoculiaservices.com, and you'll find a host of good materials to go for, free webinars, uh, an online course to become a discoculia tutor. There's discoculia headlines uh, that we've discussed just now. There are free downloadables, so lots of stuff to go, and uh, we'll see you back next week. 
Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.